We are brought to you today by Athletic Greens AG1. This magical green powder of 75 pristinely sourced vitamins and minerals supports your gut health, immune function, and it helps with energy, recovery, focus, and even anti-aging. These are a few of the many reasons that AG1 has become a staple part of my routine. First thing, every morning into a cold glass of water. AG1 saves me time and money by taking all the guesswork out of what vitamin stack I should be using to help optimize my health. So you can reclaim your health with convenient daily nutrition. It's easy. One scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and all the details for this offer are in today's show notes. It's episode 658 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. Today I want to talk about six sneaky habits that are slowly ruining your life. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm still over in Girona for one more day. Today is actually my travel day. So I will be offline, but occasionally maybe checking in on Twitter where I'm starting to post some snippets from the video podcast over on Twitter. So they are well worth checking out. It's just Roadman Cycling over on Twitter. But today I want to talk about six habits that you might not expect are affecting your life negatively, but they are. These habits are often ingrained into your daily routine. And you know that old saying that I love, the stoic one, show me your habits and I'll show you your future. Well, it's so, so true because these habits can have a significant impact on our health, on our happiness and our productivity. So let's dive in and start exploring these habits and how you can break free the hold that they may have on your life. The first habit is being late. So whether it's for work, social events or the group ride, being late can create stress, it creates anxiety, not just for ourselves, but for those around us. Being late, it affects our credibility and the perception, how others see us, how others perceive us. It's also really, really stressful to be constantly running around and playing catch-up. Some ways you can think about starting to break this habit are setting a realistic schedule. So many of us overcommit. We just leave ourselves too many things to accomplish in the amount of available time. Leave extra time for unexpected delays. I had Alan Heary, the brilliant sports psychologist on the podcast, and he had this routine of showing up 30 minutes early for every appointment. He just wanted to get there, get settled, get his notebook out and going through his own little mental checklist. I can't think of a better way to de-stress than that. Making a conscious effort to be on time is about sticking to your schedule. You've heard me banging on and droning on about my use of calendars more and more over the last couple of months, but I highly recommend that taking steps to get organized is so central to shaking your rep as somebody who's late. Some of my highest performing clients in my one-on-one coaching, they're sending me their weekly schedules like weeks in advance. They're able to tell me exactly how many hours they have available to train some random Thursday, which is like four or five or six weeks from now. It's unbelievable how organized they are. So that's the first one, being late. The second one, and this might come as a shock to you, but it's spending too much time under artificial light. Artificial light, and when I say that, I mean electronic devices like TVs, iPads, 
uh, phones. Like our brain can't differentiate between the light source from any of those, but also indoor lighting because all these sources, they disrupt our circadian rhythm and that wrecks our production of melatonin. That's the hormone that regulates sleep. This can lead to sleep problems, fatigue, decreased sex drive and decreased energy levels. To break this habit, try limit that exposure to electronic devices, especially before bedtime. The ideal lighting is one that mimics the sun. A great hack is when you're winding down in the evening to start turning off those overhead lights, limit the screen time. If you are going to use screen time, try use something like RA Optics, a blue light blocking glasses. But use soft candlelight, because candles lit around the house, they mimic the natural light patterns of the sun, are going to help switch that circadian rhythm back on and upramp or upregulate the production of melatonin. The third one is sitting at your desk. They say sitting is the new smoking. I'm not sure I fully agree with that. I don't think it's as toxic, but the sentiment definitely has some merit. The sedentary lifestyle can lead to a range of health problems from cardiovascular problems to disease, obesity, and even poor posture. You see some people that are just shaped like a prawn. That's from constantly hunched over just on a screen all day. To break this habit, you got to get creative. Take regular breaks, stretching throughout the day, stand up and move around. They're all the obvious things. But building systems to force you into moving. Can you use the bathroom that's like two floors away? Can Instead of driving to work, can you walk? Can you get off the bus a couple of steps early? Or can you gamify stuff around the house? You know, if you always stop for a tea or coffee break, can you put a kettlebell near the coffee machine where you have to do 10 kettlebell swings before you earn that coffee? Standing desks are also getting popular. For me, the big one when I looked at my lifestyle was phone calls. I used to sit on the couch or sit down, totally sedentary, taking client phone calls for the coaching. But as soon as I made the step to walking around, sticking in a hands-free set, earphones, and walking around taking those calls, total game changer. I can get 10,000 steps just going through my coaching calls on a Monday. The fourth one of the six, it's alcohol drinking. Now, alcohol, it's a staple at social events, but it can be a double-edged sword when it comes to health and well-being. Yes, it's a great way to unwind and relax, to loosen inhibitions, but it also comes with a plethora of negative effects. When it comes to our athletic performance, I put out a full podcast actually around Christmas where I really go deep on the relationship between alcohol and athletic performance. But study after study backed up how negative alcohol is on athletic performance. We're looking at impaired stuff like reaction time, judgment, coordination, spatial awareness, balance, endurance. It can also reduce our ability to recover from a workout or an event, and it has a massive effect on our sleep quality if you're using any of those wearables like Whoop or Aura Ring. It makes it harder for us to get to sleep, and the quality of sleep is also impaired. Add on top of that, which is the one that gets me the most, I find it difficult to get up and train the next morning if I'm drinking alcohol. It's also a massive diuretic, so it dehydrates us. Alcohol that dehydrates us, it's going to leave us the next day with increased risk of injury. Our bodies are also less able to regulate temperature, which is going to lead to increased cramping. It's just all around bad news. But if you couple that with, if you're a serious bike rider, you're worried about power to weight ratio. We hear it so much, maybe a little bit too much in the Zwift culture, but nonetheless, it is important. And on days when we drink, we're taking in calories through alcohol, I guess, but it's normally accompanied by pretty poor food choices. So this is really just not ideal for trying to get to race weight. Alcohol's a no-no. The fifth one, I died on a podcast on this last Monday, it's not allowing ourselves to be bored. We try to fill every moment of our day 
with distractions. Like if you look at anybody, they can't go and take a piss without pulling out their phone. They can't stand in a line in a coffee shop without pulling out their phone. Checking our phones and constantly scrolling through social media, alleviating and totally eliminating boredom, it comes at a cost. Last Monday, I really dived into what this cost is. Boredom is important for our creativity. It's important for our imagination. It allows us to figure out where to allocate resources next. To break this habit and to get back boredom, which might sound ridiculous, but if you dive into that podcast, you'll see how essential it is. Try to set aside time each day for quiet reflection. Try to allow yourself to be bored. This is going to help stimulate your imagination, your creativity, and you wouldn't believe the positive things that will flow from that. The sixth one, and I really struggled with this during COVID, but I was consuming too much news. I was constantly on CNN, RTE News back in Ireland, and it was updating like COVID figures all day, and it's just, it, it's not a good place to be. As the Stoics would say, focus on controlling your controllables. Can you do anything about it? No. Then why consume it? Consuming too much negative news, it's going to increase your stress. It's going to increase your anxiety. I totally cut the cord. I got rid of the cable. Middle of the pandemic probably, and I haven't looked back. Now, I'm not the person to come to if you want the latest updates on the US presidential election, or you want to know what's going on in the war in Ukraine, or you want the latest celebrity gossip. I'm definitely not that person. But you know what? I'm a lot, lot happier as a result. I'd recommend giving it a try. Try it for a day. Try it for a week. Try it for a month. And I don't think you're going to go back once you commit and give it that try. So there you have it. That is six habits that you may not be expecting are ruining your life, but they're taking a very negative toll. They're secret little assassins. Roadman, I'm going to be back again tomorrow for another amazing interview. Until then, I'll be traveling today, but I'll chat tomorrow. Talk then. Roadman, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm asked all the time how listeners can support the podcast. Well, there's a number of ways you can support the podcast. As I mentioned at the outset, Patreon is an easy way to support it. But if you don't feel like subscribing on Patreon or you can't afford to subscribe on Patreon, a really easy way to support the podcast is simply sharing it with a friend. Take the episode link and sharing it into WhatsApp groups, into club Facebook groups, and just helping to spread the roadman word you can follow me and you can find me over on instagram our handle on instagram it's roadman.cycling or we have a new tiktok account where we're taking extracts from the podcast and posting them over there on roadman cycling podcast is the handle there really for all things roadman cycling the mission control is our main website which is newly launched and that's on roadmancycling.com you can also leave us a review on apple podcast they make such a huge difference or if you're not on apple you can leave the review anywhere where you listen to the podcast Roadmen, have a great day and ride safe.